Welcome back to Pewology, show where the people in the pews get to weigh in. We just got one weighing in today. Our good buddy Dave is back for part two of the Penske incarceration. We're calling this particular series, I didn't name it, Jailbirds. I think it'll come up with good artwork later. Jailbirds. Jailbirds. We had a crazy conversation yesterday in this series. Uh, it was nuts. But I suspect this will be better. So here we go. Part two. Last time we left off, we had pretty much covered all of your like first arrest and jail and stuff. We've got other stuff to cover, but let's skip forward a little bit. Okay. Um, so at some point you move up to the big boys. Out of jail. The, the next arrest was was that. The next arrest is is you going to Big time? Okay. So let's – I just want to cover one section so much that I'm going to fast forward, okay? Okay. And we can come – let's come back to the arrest. Let's go. Let's fast forward, then we'll come back. So this is going to be out of order. Well, part three will be the arrest and all the fun stuff. Because that, that, you're on the news and everything. That was that was great. Both both <laughs> times I went to prison was on the news. <laughs> oh, so good. So you're in Santa Rosa – which for if, what would you say like the like I was interviewing a guy that had gone to prison um yesterday and but his prison admittedly was the like the lowest um like level level what what like how many do you even know <clears throat> Mike look this up while we're doing this how many levels are there I think Florida? it goes up to six is it six I thought it was four and Santa Rosa Santa Rosa six Santa Rosa I know is like the highest it's definitely like it, a max. Um, it has a, a psych dorm. They super max though in Florida, do they? Um, I I think that would be called CM, where okay. you get like a new violent charge while in prison. They put you in con- uh, controlled movement, where I don't even know. I think like three times a week you g- go to the rec yard. You picked another charge up in prison? Five security levels in Florida. We'll Five. see what level is Santa Rosa. Yeah, see what it is. Let's see what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're maybe we're overstating the matter. You know what I'm saying? Santa Rosa. Let's just see here. Because I, I could have swore. See, I, I don't get it. It's a so. level seven. <laughs> There's five levels. It's, it's a level it's, seven. It's off the radar. <laughs> but... <clears throat> You, Some guy went there and they're like, this one is a seven. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Okay. That, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Okay. So did you pick up another charge while you were in jail though? No, no, no. But Santa Rosa has- A special unit. They have like a work camp. They have the mm. the annex and then the main unit, but they're all, there's just fences in between the different units. Oh, okay. But at the main unit, they have CM, which people, it's like going to confinement, but people go for like- Nine months, six mm. months. They go for long periods of time. Yeah, long periods. But you still have human contact there, right? And CM, no. No? <clears throat> well, Only one hour a day of, of, you, of like exercise and that's it? You you potentially can have a roommate. But besides that, that's it. When you go to the rec yard, you're in like a three by three. Yeah, but a roommate's a big deal. I'm, I was talking to a girl yesterday that spent like 31 days alone. Yeah. Like just turn her thoughts. Yeah, I think you start to lose it after a while. Like, she acted tough about it, but I was like, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, did you ever did you have a roommate the whole time in Santa Rosa? Yeah, yeah, the whole time. Did you? Oh, did it change a lot? 
No, where I was at, Santa Rosa was open bay. Oh, pretty much all of Santa Rosa is open bay. Mm. It's like 70 people in the dorm. 70 people in, in the... What, like, Just so bunk the room bed after bunk bed. Bunk bed after bunk bed. Yeah. No, like, rooms with two people in it. No. Confinement and CM is like that, but okay. the rest of it's open bay. Did you ever do any time in confinement? Nope. Nope. Just all open bay. When I, <clears throat> when I got arrested this time where yeah. I went to Santa Rosa... Yeah. Um, when I got arrested, like my third day in jail, they brought me new charges. Yeah. And I went to high risk. Yeah. Which is by myself. Okay. Um, for maybe a week. I think it was like a week. Yeah. Um, and then they put me back down to max. Did you ask for that or they were like, he looks a little. Um, based on the charges. Charges. They, they, They had to. Yeah. Now, most of the people that I've talked to say things that break down. Fairly quickly racially inside of the prison. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> like it draws, it, it, it goes very quickly into racially segregated groups. I, I, I can agree with that. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, that was your experience. I, I would say. I, I I would say it's more gang, gang uh, separated. Yeah. Okay. Gang separated. Um. Outside of that, <clears throat> I would say that's correct. Did you know anybody? Um. No. How long did it take till you found your your people? Your I crew? didn't find people. You didn't find anybody. <clears throat> like there was the, never a point when you met anybody. Like do you know? Do you talk to anybody that you were in confined with today? Um. One person. Okay. Uh, that I was at the San when, when I finally made it to the Santa Rosa work camp. Yeah. Somebody was at the work camp with I, I still communicate periodically yeah. with. So, like I, I so you go to hold on. So you go to Santa Rosa. You're in you're in prison, but at Santa Rosa, there's another division that's work camp that has more freedoms, mm. and you, that has to be earned, almost like a trustee. Um, your custody has to get to a certain point. Okay. Okay. How long does it take? Um, nine months. Ooh, that's a long run. How long were you there total? It, 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 it was such a crazy process. Like <clears throat> when I, the first time I went to prison, yeah. I went to a work camp. Okay. So I go to prison this time um, and I plea out to no violent charges. Okay. I go to prison for two counts of possession of firearm. Okay. Which is not violent if you don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just possession. It's just possession. So I get there. And you have to see, like, classification, and they decide where to move from here. Right. And the guy was like, oh, we're going to have to keep you medium. I was like, I-, I don't understand. He was like, oh, well, you have aggravated battery with the deadly weapon on law enforcement officer. Right. And, um, and I was like, but that was from the first time I went to prison, and I was minimum custody at that time. So why would I be medium now because of that? Uh, and I was like, and I actually, that charge got dropped. Okay. Well. I didn't plea out to it. Okay. It was like a plea deal. Okay. So I said, he said, well, we'll review it and we'll get back to you. <laughs> and that was it. Never got back. I, I did have, uh, after like a month, I got a disciplinary report Okay. for making a three-way phone call. Um, three, so did you have a, did you, wait a minute. So a three-way phone call from the phones they provide? From their phones, okay. I called... I don't remember who who yeah. didn't, but my son, my first two kids were born after I got arrested. So okay. 
I I heard my son was starting to talk. Yeah. I wanted to hear it. Okay. I called somebody. They made a three-way call. The next day, they came and got me. <laughs> and they were like. He was like, we was listening. You made a three-way call. It's against protocol. So now I got a disciplinary report. And I had, uh, instead of going to confinement, it was like, um, they put you on like a 30-day punishment. Okay. Where every day they, you show up to like the, the gun tower and they tell you what to do. Yeah. Give you a job. That's 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 a story you would love to hear, but I, I see you're on track for something right now. We'll stick to that, but I will get back to that later. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. Now the Santa Rosa is in the Panhandle. Yeah. Up by Panama City and all that. Up by uh, Deltona. What is it? Not it's Deltona. A, it's, it's Daytona. It's very, no, not Daytona. What is that up there? Fort Walton. It's very close to Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Up by Crestview and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's way up there. Yeah, that's nothing. Once you get on ten, there's nothing out there. It's just nothing. Yeah, literally. All right, so it's it's forever away. So how? I mean, how long are you there total? Um, I think like a year and a half. Ooh, okay. Okay. Definitely the worst of your stents. By far. By far. <laughs> yeah. By far. Okay. Even the work camp. Even the work camp. Just awful. Yeah. Just awful. Okay. So inside the jail, one of the main then commodities, if you can get it, is tobacco, but you got to smuggle it in. Correct. Okay. So you got – so so like the idea that you're – like, oh, you got all these prisoners and a lot of these guys are coming in. They're used to smoking cigarettes. Now they can't have cigarettes. You're, and so the idea of finding tobacco or running tobacco into the prison becomes a thing. So at what point do you're like, I, I, can, I can pull this off. I can make this happen. Um, <clears throat> Are you two weeks in, six months in, oh, no, a it, year <clears throat> in? It was once I got to the work camp. Oh, okay. So I was at Santa Rosa probably 10 months. Okay. But I was at the work camp for maybe a month Okay, uh, when I – I had some interest in it. Yeah. Okay. So what was the what was the moment where you were like, "Oh, I could pull this off. This is how this would work." I, you you had to put two and two together. Like you had to just think it through. Sitting back and and <clears throat> I'm just observant. I just see how things work. Okay. And I, um, you know, I work with people. I have acquaintances. Right. I just see how it works. And okay. I, I had somebody who would come visit me. Okay. Now wait a minute. When you say you had somebody come visit me, you had you have a friend that's coming to see you. Just generally speaking, just yes. like they're coming to see you, just uh, regular keep visitation. Up, regular visitation, yeah. right? Which a normal visitor to something like a, a federal prison like that or a state prison like that, they have to go through a background check. They've got to get like they've got to apply. It takes time. Yeah. Every time they come, they're getting searched. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, okay. it's intense. But you got some, and this is this is a person that you know. This is a girlfriend, past girlfriend. This is. A girl I knew. A girl you knew. Okay. She's just like, hey, I'm along for the ride. Let's do this. Right? How often does she come see you? Every other week. Every other week. Can she come every week? She could. But she could, my, but she my, was my, like, this my, is my stand. This is, my this family is. would come. Also. Oh, okay. So they're coming every other week. The girl's coming every other week. It's such a far drive. Yeah. It's it's like a whole weekend event. A whole weekend event. Yeah. Right. It's like seven hours each way, I think. Oh, it's such a brutal run that is a brutal brutal run okay seven hours full weekend here we go and this girl's coming every other weekend so she must really really care about you at some level sure (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. 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 Sure she does. Okay. Um, at what point do you like, I can rope her in, we can work this out? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I knew she would be down to go up for it. Yeah. yeah. Like <clears throat> she wasn't risking anything. Right. She would be risking at most littering. Okay. Like a ticket for littering. Right. Because what was her role? What did you ask her to do? Oh, <laughs> to get a styrofoam, a styrofoam cooler. Okay. A couple cartons of Which cigarettes. Which every gas station has one of those. Yeah. Okay. A couple cartons of cigarettes. Okay. <clears throat> put it in the, the cooler, tape it up. Okay. <clears throat> and go to a specific mile marker on the highway. Okay. And just roll it down the hill. Okay. So she goes to the gas station. What kind of cigarettes is she buying? Is it a specific type? The cheapest. The cheap 305s. She's buying 305. 305 cigars. 305 cigars. They're a dollar a pack. A dollar? $10 for a carton. Why are they so much cheaper than cigarettes? I don't so know. Like a pack of cigarettes like $4, right? 305? Um, I really don't know. I but would think so. Definitely. This, Especially you know, like a race. This was uh, 2016. So it's crazy. It's crazy. For people listening that don't know what cigarettes cost, shock you. Yeah. Like, you'll be like, how do these people afford it? I think Newports are like eight bucks a pack or yeah, something like something that. Yeah, something crazy. Okay, so <laughs> Newports, those uppity Newport people, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> we don't have Newport friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you figure out that the 305 cigarettes, still basically the same tobacco. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're really trying to I mean, to get. these people don't care yeah what the tobacco is. they don't care they don't care where they just it, need tobacco they don't care where it comes from yeah they're just like please bring the tobacco yeah right so they she buys as much as she can how much mm-hmm. is he spending like how much is a typical what do you think she's spending at the racetrack um should usually get maybe three cartons with the cooler probably 35 bucks oh that's not bad at all yeah. Oh man, she's like the. I, I was thinking she was like in the hundreds. No, not even oh, close. Okay. So she's been she's been thirty forty bucks on the way up, right? Which doesn't suspect it. There's no. I mean, that's not triggered anything. She's getting the whole thing. She puts it into the cooler, rolls it down a mile marker on the highway, and because you're in the work camp and you know what mile marker it is, you know you can get to it. I know who can get to it. Who can get? To yeah. It? Who can? Get to it? I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere near it. <laughs> So you tell another guy, hey, mile marker 91 has a cooler of dollar 305 cigars ready to roll. Yeah. Okay. Then that guy does what? He's got to take the cigars and <clears throat> empty all the tobacco? No, he uh, keeps the tobacco in it. He keeps the tobacco <clears throat> in, in the, the package. You rip the filters off. Okay. And you take about two packs. Um, and he has some type of tool on their work truck that can compress it. Okay. So he'll take about two Almost packs. Almost like shrink wraps it. And, well, it's something that clamps it, like something that just tightens it. Okay. And then he'll just put in like a like a sandwich bag and tie it up. He, tie, he ties the actual, but it's the actual cigars. Like it's still in the rolling paper. Yeah. Okay. Into a couple packs together. Into a tight, basically like tube almost. Oh, yes. Very tight tube. Okay. <clears throat> very compressed. Right. And then I, if I'm not mistaken, it would be into a glove. Into a glove. Oh, yeah. Got it. So so now we've got, we've got the brains. <laughs> no, no glove, no love. <laughs> no glove, no love. We've got the brains. 
We've got the 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 girl that's per, the purchase agent. Yeah. Right. She's also the drop off. And then we've got the worker guy who's on the road crew picking up the the cigarettes, putting them into the glove, and getting them compressed. He's prepping them. Mm -hmm. Who's the next guy? The next guy, the term that we would use for it is called suitcasing. (laughs) Shut up. That's the verbiage you came Stop. up with? This, the next guy's the suitcaser. Shut up. You really called it suitcasing? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Okay. So. Okay. Are you Googling it? The suitcaser. This guy is specifically picked. Oh, my gosh. There's a Google site. There, Google actually brings this up. So, the suitcaser. Oh, my gosh. Okay. His job is to take the glove and insert it into his rectum. Gloves. Multiple. Multiple gloves. Yeah. So this guy has a talent. Like, he has an ability at some level. Some are more talented than others. Some, Some. How do you... But how does that... Like, who does that legwork in jail? Like, is there, like, a survey that's set out? Who thinks they can It's just known. It's... It's it's just known. They, this guy is a suitcase. Like he like once you're a suitcase, you're you're a gun for hire at that like, point. We're not the only people doing this. So oh, okay. other people are also doing this. It's the same people who bringing stuff in. Right. Or some people will find out there's more product to be brought in and okay. they will approach somebody offering to bring in, some in. In the suitcase approach. Yeah. The suitcase volunteers. Yeah. He's like, I'm a vol- how much does a suitcase get paid? Uh, I don't <clears throat> probably a few cigarettes, but I, whoa, <laughs> but listen, whoa. <clears throat> whoa. <laughs> whoa. but we're talking about people who don't have money, food, don't have nobody. A few cigarettes will get them probably $50 in, in, in food. Oh, wow. C- cigarettes are worth that much. How is yeah, a typical prob- cigarette I think worth? 10, 10 bucks a cigarette. 10 bucks a cigarette. For, <clears throat> we had a guy yesterday that was paying in, uh, in, in sardines, like in tuna, like yeah. canned tuna. And he was paying like uh, 60 cans of tuna for a Vicodin. Dang. That's, that's crazy high. <laughs> that right? is crazy. Crazy prices. Well, the cigarette for commissary would be like 10 bucks in commissary okay. or 5 bucks in cash. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You can buy cigarettes at the commissary? No, 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 no. Okay. People will buy cigarettes with their commissary. Oh, God. From you. Yeah. From the, from the person in, that's bringing it in. Yeah. Okay. So they bring in commissary, and, and the exchange rate is maybe 10 to 1, $10 per yeah. cigarette. Man, that is amazing business. Like when you think about just, just no, seriously. Go. When you think about the markup, that is truly yeah. amazing. Yeah. $10 Per cigarette, and and people are, if you're thinking about, it, if you're a cigarette person and you're trapped in jail, you're going to figure out a way to pay it. Like you got your outside. Uh, we were talking about that the other day. It's like all your family and stuff. They probably feel guilty enough that you're in there that they're giving you money in the commissary and giving you stuff so that you're able to kind of make maneuvers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so let's go back. The suitcase guy gets two or three <laughs> cigarettes. That's what we give him. Two or three cigarettes. Potentially, I. I, I my hands were not involved in that. <clears throat> so you're not a part of that side of the deal? No. Once it's dropped off, okay, what's she get paid? What's the drop-off girl get paid? I would send her the money. Send her what money? <clears throat> From the sale of all the <clears throat> cigarettes? Listen, <clears throat> let's just say 
three cartons get dropped off. Okay. I would give, I would end up paying one and a half cartons, half of what is sent. Okay. I would pay to all the, basically I'd pay all to the one guy who picks it up and he takes care of everything else. Okay. So he's your, he's your middleman. Yeah. So half of it I would get paid for. Okay. And I would only take cash. Okay. So. So what's a typical half of three cartons worth to you? Um, depending on how many they'll buy, but cash for a pack about fifty to a hundred. And what's in a carton? Twenty cigarettes. One pack that was a dollar. Okay. From the store. Okay. Somebody will buy it. Somebody will call their family. Yeah. And have them meet up with this girl. Okay. Or sell her. Okay. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks for one, possibly two packs, depending. That is crazy. I mean, that's that's Joe Biden inflation. Yeah, that's crazy. Not that's crazy. Holy macaroni. Okay, so so once you get paid your half, what t- what are we talking? What what's total figure if, on a, on a typical half? What are you thinking? Um, ballpark. Probably close to a grand. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! A grand? Yeah. You can make a grand? <clears throat> Holy. Like 15, oh my. 15 packs would be half. And, and you'd I'll, give her the full grand? Potentially. I would end up getting food and stuff like that as well. I would, so you'd buy some Doritos or whatever, and then you'd give her 800 bucks. Pretty much. And then she'll do it again, and uh, that money would pay for Travel, hotel, different stuff like that yeah. for her to come back and keep on going. So basically, it was the way she paid to come see you. Yeah. And she got a little bit. Maybe she made a little bit on the side. And maybe you got a little bit out of commissary on the side. Yeah. But it's an expensive undertaking to get all the work done. Mm-hmm. Pay off all the people. She's got to get a hotel. I mean, she wants to. She don't. She wants to. You know, she don't want to stay at the Red Roof Inn. She wants to be at the Super 8, right? Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's living high on the hog. She wants a pool. And, and then she's coming to see you. Right, mm-hmm. and then uh, that keeps that whole thing going. It's like a business. It's like a whole you're running you're running like a side business. Yeah, there was definitely some extra money. It yeah. wasn't like just like that's what it paid for. It was definitely some extra money. Were there times it didn't work out? No, no, it always worked out. Mm-hmm. They always found. They- I'm gonna say the wildest thing. <laughs> One time, on her way to come see me. Okay. She totaled the car. What? She totaled her wrecked car? In like three o'clock in the morning, wrecked on the highway. Totaled the car. Still came to visitation the next morning. And still still dropped it off. Because <laughs> she, she's a businesswoman at this still point. Still made it happen. She gotta make it to work. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Yeah. What? What is happening? That's crazy. <laughs> how did this end? Like, I mean, did, how did it end? When did it when did it come to a stop? When you left? When I went to work release. When yeah. you went to work release. Mm-hmm. And that was just because it was too complicated at that point to deal with all the people and, and <clears throat> navigate the system? What do you mean? At work release? Yeah. No, no, no. Work release is Kissimmee. Oh. That was at once, the work camp. Yeah, okay. Got once it. I got once, transferred back. Yeah, once you're back here, then it's like, okay, party over. Yeah. You guys stay friends? For a little bit. Um, but there's no business anymore. 
we weren't business partners. <laughs> we were friends. And okay. she, you know, I, I gave well, her I, this idea to. But you're not friends today. No. So a lot of the friendship was attached to the business. Um, <clears throat> well, that didn't start until maybe two years into my incarceration. Okay. And she never stopped coming to see me. Okay. No matter if it was Osceola County, Orange County, wherever I was. Right. That just ended up coming about two years into it. Okay. But then once it stopped. Yeah, we had different. So it was a different, different situation once, different I, once I got to work with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Differently. You started a different life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Did you just drop her? Oh. <laughs> drop her like a hot potato, huh? <clears throat> nope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we want to get on that topic, <laughs> but uh, she just had different plans. Plans in life. Yeah. She had different paths. She was on. Yep. She was on a different path. Where was the path? Boston. It was a, oh, that's right. I remember the first yeah. Wow. So she just, at some point, she, at some point you were thinking that maybe the paths were going to be together. Potentially, yeah. You had you had some expectation that maybe it was going to be like a, a path, a potential, a potential path. Yeah, but that she, yeah, she flew the coop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she found a better business deal. Business business <laughs> got better somewhere else. <clears throat> oh my gosh, that's a crazy run. Okay, is that all the business that you were able to pull off, <laughs> or, or or is this like one revenue stream? Were you a multiple revenue stream um, guy? No, that was it. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty safe business, though, because, like, even if they catch you, it's kind of contraband, but it's not like get, drugs. But I I never <clears throat> even seen them. Like, even if somebody wanted to buy two packs from me, the middleman is taking care of it. Yeah. They don't even know it's coming from me. Right. He will give them the phone number, who to call, who to send it to. It. My name was never mentioned. Right. How did you know... How how did you have any confidence that you were going to get paid? They wouldn't get it until the money was there. Oh, okay. So until the money was in there, you wouldn't release the product. Yeah. Or at most half now, and then when the money is sent, the other half. Wow. So the out so somebody on the outside is sending in a thousand dollars. Well, I mean, over time, yeah, it, it would be usually one or two hundred dollars. Yeah. Each each yeah. deal. Yeah. So every, but still, somebody on the outside's yeah. like, oh, I got to send two hundred dollars to the to this guy, and how would they send it? Either Zell or she'll meet up with them. Oh, okay, the girl would. Yeah, <clears throat> a couple people I dealt with were from Orlando or Kissimmee. Mm. I just didn't know them, mm. so they would meet up somewhere and give her the money. Give her the money, man. That that, that seems like a risky, risky situation to meet up. I mean, we're in prison. <laughs> we're just like at this point, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're rest- we've already rested all. Yeah, yeah. We're in that section of life. Oh man, that is a <clears throat> wild deal. How many suitcases did you know? Did you know any suitcases personally? I knew all of them. You knew all <laughs> I, the suitcases. I mean, like, uh, I just wouldn't make myself known to anything. But I worked with all these people. Yeah. So. Did the suitcases was, knew you were involved? No, maybe maybe one person knew, but one trustworthy was, like a Samsonite. 
there there was a couple people who were like top tier suitcases. <laughs> what 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 makes what makes a person top tier? <laughs> Are you googling? That? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so a, a normal glove would be. Two packs of cigarettes. I'm I'm guessing compressed like that. Okay, so maybe like an inch and a half diameter. Yeah. Okay. But there's people who can go up to like three packs width. Oh wow! So they so get even like wider. Two inch diameter. But then multiple gloves. Oh my! <laughs> so like, say you ever hear of a suitcase uh, unable to unpack? I've heard of it taking a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> The, 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 the luggage got lost. <laughs> oh my! Because every because how much are they checking you during like when you're in prison? How much are they checking you? Um, we get strip searched every day. Come every back. day, every day, and 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 <clears throat> the normal strip search is a uh, you get naked, arms in the air, you know, like. They inspect, and it usually ends with squat and cough. Squat and cough, but and a Santa Rosa like like squat like a like a Vietnamese person over a toilet like the kind of thing. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Santa Rosa <laughs> has their special procedure <clears throat> where they um make you bend over at the waist and spread it. Okay. So they every day at the strip search, it ends with them saying "bend over and spread it." So you have to bend over at the waist. So they're just looking, right? So they're, they're like, yeah. "Let me check your colon." Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or they'll so, word it. So like the suitcase really has to be, like, like you're really packed. Yeah. You're packed and it's gone. It's gone. But I've seen it. Like never in these situations. Never anybody that I dealt with. But I've seen them before. Either somebody told on somebody or they had some type of suspicion where when they come in the gate, they make them sit on a paint bucket until they shave. Oh, because they, because they think they, yeah. they, they kind of know they're and like, they this person is suspected until they shit. Oh my And when they gosh. shit, if there's something up there, it's coming out. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so they would tell us, <clears throat> sit on the bucket. Usually bend over and spread it like you're about to get fucked. That's what they would, what say. They would tell us. Yeah. That's what the guards would say. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my God. This is like a world of just like craziness. I mean, if you if you also Google the worst prison in Florida. Yeah, pl- Google reason- that. Let's see if let's see if it comes up. That'd be great. But um Can you pull up some pictures too? Let's pull up some pictures of this. It's thing. like it's like when you're in the dorm, you come out, it's a fenced area. Uh-huh. You all have to go in the fenced area, then the guard opens that fence. And everyone steps out into another fence. Once that fence is locked, they open the next one. Mm. It's like it's fence inside a fence inside a fence. I, I, I try to tell people this all the time. Um, often considered one of the toughest and most dangerous prisons in the state of Florida, Milton, Florida, adjacent Santa Rosa Correctional Institution Annex, opened in 2006. Oh my gosh! Look at that. That does not look fun. Um, I tell people all the time though it's weird like for I think for the inmates like in Santa tell me if you tell me this is a true statement if you're an inmate in Santa Rosa I think it would be like 
cra- just crazy chaos. It's always just something chaotic. to the point where you can never really like be at peace or rest or feel secure or anything like that. But if you're coming to visit a person that's in a state prison, that's a that's a kind of a max prison like this, like mm-hmm. a high capacity prison and a and a serious prison, it's very orderly. Every every federal penitentiary that I've ever been to, that's like a like a high end penitentiary or like a, a state pr- prison, like Bushnell, all these places, like it's very orderly. You feel very safe. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's never a moment where you feel things are out of control. It's like very like hey, we do this, we do this, we do this. It's like I don't yeah. Know. Is that your experience? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> I've never been on that side of the. Like, I've never been visiting mm. the prison before, so I don't know. <laughs> but never been there for a visit? I agree with the first part you said about it's always chaos inside. At Santa Rosa, the first week in my dorm was a riot. What's a riot like? <laughs> like, <clears throat> I think it was Bloods versus the M13s, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, boy. And I, I don't know. Maybe so just fighting, just straight twelve up. on twelve broomsticks, broomsticks, locks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, what do you do? Like, what are you doing during the the, the thing in the first week? What do you do? Just sit back. <laughs> just be like, you can't. It's an open bay. Like, yeah. I just sit back, mind my business. Is there, so if there's a hundred people in the bay, there's fifteen people fighting, or there's fifty, probably twenty. Fighting? Okay. 25, that's a lot. Yeah. And it takes a while for the guards police. to get control they need, of it. They need to have enough guards to get control. To yeah. yeah. They won't they, even come in until they're ready. Yeah. And once they come in, it's like everybody on the ground or you're, or you're good. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Oh, my gosh. And do they, is it like a discipline? Does everybody get screwed in the deal, too? If, like, a couple screwing around, is there like a, hey, okay. Nobody's eating tonight. Nobody's doing this tomorrow. No showers in yeah, a week. I actually have a quick story. <laughs> the The first time I went to prison, when I got to the reception center, Orlando, the first dorm I went into, the first day I was, no, no, no. The first dorm, the first place I went to was a two-man cell. Okay. And two weeks later, they sent me to Open Bay dorm. That first day I got there, um... Somebody <clears throat> that was a permanent there yeah. had like a misunderstanding with an officer. Misunderstanding. Yeah. Said something the officer didn't like. <clears throat> they came back in the middle of the night and uh, searched the whole dorm. Right. So the officers kind of made it known that that he he did he caused that to happen. Right. So when the officers left, as soon as the lights went off. Somebody hit him with a lock inside of a sock and split his head open because he caused that to happen. Like he should have shut his mouth and not got the dorm shook down. Oh, for and a lot. This is my first time in prison. My first time in the open bay dorm. I'm like, <laughs> I just started this. Oh, but my first actual day in prison in the two men cell. Yeah. Um, I had a roommate. <clears throat> I slept on the top bunk above him. He was like eighty. He had been in prison for like forty years. Wow! And, um, what do you do? Do you ask? Do you ask? He, is, that, is that inappropriate to ask? He told me. He told you straight <laughs> Like why? Said, like when you like you go into the cell and he's like, "Hey, by the way, no, I'm here it took for a, it." Took a while. Okay. Like he, I just thought he seemed. You don't really know. You can't really assume or judge like what somebody's in there for. No, absolutely. 
but he seemed kind of casual, just calm. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's eighty. Yeah. Oh. And he's just saying like, yeah, um, I have another parole hearing. He's been denied like multiple times mm-hmm. for parole. He has another hearing coming coming up. He has hope. He killed. <laughs> he killed his ex wife's boyfriend. Like the new boyfriend, his wife left him for somebody else. Okay, and he killed he killed the guy. He killed the new guy. He got arrested. <clears throat> when he got arrested, he went for a bond hearing, and the wife went to the bond hearing and like cried to the judge and said she she's in fear if he gets out. So the judge denied his bond. Okay. So, so the man tells me, he said, "I just really hope one day I can escape and die in the middle of nowhere." Because my ex-wife would live in fear for the rest of her life, not knowing where I am. Oh, my God. And uh, I understood that so much. I was like, that's brilliant. (laughs) You just felt like that is totally reasonable, logical. It was such a curveball when he said it, but it made sense for me. Yeah. But these are all like first days here. Next time I go first to here, um, the picture gets painted pretty quick right when I get mm. wherever I go. Mm. Yeah, did you ever feel like, okay, you get there, like, do you ever feel like, okay, I got to I gotta kind of get to my group quickly. I got to make, I got to make friends quick. No. No. I never. Just stand off. Yeah. Just stand off. I have, <clears throat> like, if I'm a bunkie with somebody, with yeah. acquaintances. Yeah. Um, if they need something, I'll help them out, whatever. But I don't hang out in groups. Okay. Um, I don't just, just didn't, I would rather <clears throat> sit on my bed and do like Sudoku puzzles right. till the day is over. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a long run. That's a lot of Sudoku, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. A lot. I got pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, bro. Okay, that's part two. We'll come back for part three. Holy macaroni. Next part three, guard tower. Workday with the guard tower. Yeah, there's a few situations at that guard tower. Let's just workday. Workday fun day. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. Love you. See you.